Hello everyone out there in podcast world. Hope you're having a great day. This is Tersh with the Service Business Mastery Podcast. And today's episode is a little special one. We actually have the spouses of three podcast hosts uh, and they all met up together at the AHR Expo. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you'd like to hear more content like this, then we can get these ladies back together and have them produce more episodes in their own podcast possibly. But with that being said, uh, I'd love to kick it over to the wives of HVAC. All right. Good morning, HR. Welcome to the Tool Wife podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Ridley, and I have some very special guest hosts with me today. So if you could give kind of an intro of who you are, your backstory, and of course, I guess we got a shout out to our husbands because this is a wives talk. Let us know who you are. Um, my name is Elani Orr. I'm from Central Florida. Uh, married to Brian Orr from HVAC School. Um, yeah, I've spent a lot of my life uh, raising kids, actually, ten of them. So uh, that's a big portion of my story. Um, but being a part of the trades world and being married to a tradesman is an adventure. So I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, and I am Julie Blissett like Kathleen said, and I am married to my wonderful husband, Tersh Blissett of the Service Business Mastery Podcast. We are located in Savannah, Georgia. And again, just like Leilani said, being married to a tradesman, a business owner, a podcast host, all those things are quite the adventure. Um, We also are veterans in the military and I'm still in serving as well as being a nurse. And we have four kids, so it's definitely Um, a balancing act to say the least. Excited to share that experience here with everybody. Yeah, and just a little backstory on who I am. Uh, My name is Kathleen Ridley, also known as Tool Wife. I am married to Brent Ridley um, of the Tool Pros podcast and Tool Pros brand. We also have an HVAC and plumbing company in the Atlanta, Georgia area. We have two children, lots of animals, and like you said, ladies, it is a juggling act 24-7. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit today about that balancing act of being a trade spouse and what it means to juggle your personal life, kids, family, but also being a business owner and having these podcast brands. So give the audience a little advice and what works for you and your husband. Julie. Yeah, so I really think one of the most important things is for me personally is identifying what is so important to Tersh and then making that really important to me. Um, Whenever we do that, I feel like we vibe really well with the day to day and I just, he feels that support and I think that that's really important. Um, Having the grace for those time schedules that can be um, all hours of the day and night and weekend and just, I guess being okay with the uncertainty of what the schedule may be and figuring out how to um i guess be patient when it may not be exactly what i want um, but making it real important to him i feel like in turn i totally get the give back on that so i guess feeding his ego lets him take a little better care of me (laughs) no i totally agree teamwork is so incredibly important 
because especially, you know, you are your partners, your partners in your marriage, but also in business. And that sometimes means taking over, you have to take up the slack because they are busy. They are busy guys running business, doing podcasts, maintaining their brands. And so as wives, you know, we have kids, we have all the house duties and bills and all, all the things that life throws at you on a daily basis and so you have to be able to kind of roll with the punches and when you do that and you find that groove where you can just mesh with each other and you know each other's rhythm it makes an incredible difference in your marriage because you know I've got your back you go do you go take care of business I've got it at home and then when you get back you know you can take care of me you owe me one Mm -hmm. so you can reciprocate it both with each other. Yeah, no consequences when they get home, you know. No. Def- definitely no. just loving on them and letting them know that you support it, yes. really. If yeah. Brent needs to go pass out in the recliner, that's okay, babe. Not, <laughs> I'm not going to yell at you. I may, you know, go live on Instagram and show everybody how loud you snore, but nothing personal. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I would say early on when we, as young married couple and like literally some of the weeks for Brian working in the trades was like 60, 70 hours a week. It's Mm -hmm. like, what is that? You know, that is not like, that's not a balancing act. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mom and wife, um, to not compare to other schedules, other people's schedules and how, you know, this, this couple does 50, 50 here and, or 70, 30. It, it, It was like comparing was sort of my enemy. So I realized, no, we have our own story, our own schedule, and a balancing act is not always a perfect um, balance. balance. (laughs) And so learning to look at it more of a, this is an opportunity to spend a lot of time for Brian to build his business and that there's a skill he's going to be able to share with our children in the future and not always in the present. So not focusing Mm -hmm. so much on, are you going to be home in time to take care of the kids as soon as you get home, but more like um, having clear conversations about what his tasks are, what mine are, Mm -hmm. and valuing what the other person did. And I feel like when uh, we appreciate each other, we want to also give a little extra when we can. And so that's, I mean, it has not been perfect in any way, but it does help to have the conversation of what are your expectations for us this weekend yes. um, before the weekend gets there. And, um, and for both of us to be able to speak to what the struggle is mm-hmm. and when, um, and that's helped a lot for the most part. No, I completely agree. And this is something that we talk about on my podcast often, especially the best advice I can give to, you know, trade spouses, especially in the beginning, because for us personally, Brent worked insane over time. I mean, all the just constantly, constantly, constantly on the clock. Sometimes we wouldn't see each other all day. And he comes home, he's tired, you know, he has nothing left to give. And those were some hard years. And you, there's a potential there to become really resentful if you don't keep reminding yourself what goals you're working towards right. because you're building that future. And, you know, you finally get to a point, we've recently gotten there, where you look around and you go, wow, okay, all those years of that hard work where you're at home and you're, you're lonely or you're, you're frustrated because you're having to feel like you have it all on your shoulders. So were you a little bit of a def- desperate housewife? A, a, just... <laughs> 
just slightly, you know, not not any, you know. No, we'll just we'll keep that for another episode. But you know, it, it's it's difficult, and it's really easy to slip into that mind frame unless you really keep it in perspective. That, like you said, you are building for the future, and you're building these these things for your children to pass on, so that when they're adults. They have something of a foundation to build on, but is also, I mean, you're creating amazing work ethic and values in your family that that is invaluable in itself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Including them in the day to day. And like when they get home, we make a very conscious effort to make sure that we're connecting with them and engaging with how their day really was and what they learned the most or what made them the most happy for that day or the most sad and and really engaging with them individually because they know that moments after dinner we usually return to that hustle and grind for the day and that's that's now and Leilani you're talking about in the in the beginning and Tersha said on his podcast um, I worked 60 72 hours a week as a nurse at the same time night shift while he was taking care of all four children balancing the business, trying to really get started with a podcast and be successful there. So it depends on what your life looks like. I didn't have the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom at that time, but now moving forward after those stressors and we jumped into some life coaching and honestly it turned everything complete opposite. We figured out how to mesh differently in the day-to-day and our like church small group where we're building up as a married married couple and learning those balancing things at the same time of now being able to be at home with him working in the business on the business and and just running full throttle beside each other instead of going together and have just grown beyond belief since then for sure Mm -hmm. well and I think in those early days too you can gain such an appreciation when you do get involved in what they do you know I didn't Brent and I had been together maybe a year at this point this is a funny little story and I didn't really know what HVAC was like I, I knew what it was but I didn't know what it was what it really entailed and it was my birthday and I was so upset with him because he had to go run a survey day. What, you know, what, what's going on here, dude? And he was like, I got to go make this money because if you want to go out to dinner tonight, I got to go make it first. <laughs> and so I was, I was furious with him. And, you know, this is, I'm in my early 20s. Like, I'm, we're still kids. And he was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get in the truck. You're going to run this service call with me. It's, it's Savannah, Georgia, the end of May, almost June. You know what that weather's oh, like. And I was like, oh, holy hell. Okay, maybe I need to just calm it down a bit and from that point moving forward it was like wow he does this seven days a week sometimes you're in these hot attics you come home and then you know like I'm sure it's unanimous across our husbands where it's not something that they just leave when they get off the clock this is a full-time thing this is a lifestyle especially with these brands that has been they've been built on top of the HVAC companies it's you come home you do that and it's that kind of business but then you switch hats and I even used to get really frustrated with Brent about all the Instagramming and podcasts because it's like, I'm here bathing kids and you're scrolling Instagram. I didn't understand, but once I really understood what it was, it's amazing to see what has been built. Like yesterday, we did a meetup at the RLS booth and we had our community come over and the energy was just infectious. And it's like, 
the Tool Pros brand brought that. That's the, what we've been building for the last four years, and that's something really special. And it, you, you can't help but respect it. And it also grows, makes your marriage stronger because you go, wow, okay, this is something that we've built together. And that's really, really cool. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <coughs> anything else? I really, I like to do this. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we have a question. What was life like before working in the business with your spouse? So what was life like before working with, hold on, repeat that one more time for me. Okay, what was life like before working in the business versus now working in the business? Okay. With your spouse. With your spouse. So working with your spouse is a whole nother animal. <laughs> it, is, it is something that is a daily learning experience. I will say that. Now, I was a stay-at-home mom prior to getting involved with the Tool Pros brand business side of things. And you know, you just have to be the supportive wife and you take on a lot of responsibilities because he also had an HVAC and plumbing company that I was not, I was involved in, but not in a business capacity. Now working together as business partners, like I said, whole nother breed. It is a, it's, what is the word I'm looking for? Brent and I are very different in our business styles. He is less organized than I am. So it's that finding that happy medium where it's, okay, this is business and we respect each other and it's, it's business, but also when it's time to just be husband and wife, it's hard to turn that off, but also respect each other and say, okay, you have business time. Now it's, now it's husband and wife time. What about y'all? Leilani, I have to hear yours with 10 kids and all of what you've done from the beginning to where you are now, especially like with your home life and your incredible barn garage and all of that stuff you guys have got going on. Yeah, probably the greatest challenge when we worked, like when Brian worked for another business and then brought it home to be his, uh, started his own business. Um, while he worked 60, 70 hours at this large company, when he came home, work was done. So the, the challenge that I had, uh, that the transition from going to working uh, for someone else and then starting your own business together is that you have to responsibilities on you not only 70 hours a week but all those those other hours as well yeah. and um and that was um was tough because it's like the clarity of when work starts and finishes isn't really there anymore there are no guidelines yeah, yeah. And, and i think that's probably his greatest stressor mm -hmm. that change too i think he would mm -hmm. say like i miss the days in some ways of mm -hmm. that clarity of like all right, go home. Yeah. <laughs> You're cleared. <laughs> well, because once you are business owners, you, like you said, step away. Now our conversations consist of constant business. <laughs> date, yes. There is no just, oh, date night conversations. It's, okay, well, what are we hitting next? What is the next yeah. plan? What is the next goal? But it's fun because when you create that teamwork and you really get into that rhythm, I think it strengthens a marriage. Yeah, I think, I think what's been nice to now working together is... Um, the ability to speak into you know the goals what's next and actually understand what's going on because now I can appreciate the trades for what it is and realize how many levels of awesome nerdiness these guys and ladies out there are <laughs> getting into yeah. I'm like this is such an underrated occupation you Absolutely. know and so I get really excited about it now um, just being able to see um, all that 
is out there that the the masses and the consumer like you even said before you you didn't know what HVAC was you know most people don't and so now um, being able to speak a little bit into some of the decisions of um, um, you know you feel kind of like you're giving advice sometimes and then you realize wow I'm a little bit uh, I think I'm a little you have to work on not always putting in your opinion right when you're thinking it you know sometimes like realizing okay that's maybe I would have thought something different about that but when when should I bring that up you know and absolutely so, so some of that like there's some triggers yeah. there and oh, some absolutely. challenges yeah. but we work through it and like you said yeah. you, you grow stronger and you learn to appreciate each other and especially when absolutely. respect is going both ways oh and yeah. seeing the value both of both of you bring to the table is huge and actually moving forward with success yes I mean and, and like you said about gaining a respect and you know it, with the trade it's like you get involved in it and then you get passionate about it and excited about it. Mm -hmm. I could sit here and talk about our projects all day long because they're not only, you know, his love now, they're mine too. And then Brent sees what I'm putting in on the business side and you have this, like you said, mutual respect and it really does. It truly strengthens the relationship. So what about you and Tersh, Julie? Yeah, so I'm a little bit different, I guess, in the sense of I wasn't at home only like watching him do his grind I was also going to work I would leave the house at 4 30 p.m. and not get home until 8 30 in the morning and so I never I didn't get to sleep in bed with my husband unless he decided to crawl in bed in the middle of the day for a nap if he could get it in but all week long grinding like that getting off of work on a Saturday morning and trying to get to that travel soccer game because he has all four children and I, there's like a level of mom guilt right because I can't go home like how dare I go home and actually sleep after working that long and so I would force myself to stay awake and be very much like a zombie if you will um, I didn't always work five or six 12 hour shifts a week I would you know sometimes still do the normal three and call it a week but I'd say that letting him care for the children so much and him just being so all in for that to be the option so that way his business could grow and then myself financially supporting our home while he put everything into the company itself it allowed the company to grow exponentially different because there was no worry for him to be able to pay the bills if you will so I think that that's been you know a blessing and a curse I guess and like I mentioned we did some life coaching and one of the best analogies that I think I I took away from that those visits was we were part of all these networking groups were stretching ourselves like a rubber band and then okay we can go this far and then we you know dial it in a little bit maybe grow a little closer in our marriage and and focus more on each other and our family but then we'd stretch it a little bit further and eventually it became brittle right so you stretch a rubber ba- a brittle rubber band and it'll eventually snap and i and i think that before working with him i wanted to know more about what he did and i was very curious seek the knowledge to understand but again, I definitely would ride around on service calls and I have lots of videos being the fun helper on the roof of yes. a Chick-fil-A cleaning yes. a coil or something <laughs> like that. So it's been, it's been good to be involved in the beginning. But then that transition where 
um, some uncertain times hit our world and I being a cardiac ICU nurse worked in that situation where it was a different type of zombie that he was seeing mm -hmm. it was a a very broken mentally broken heartbroken person um, to just watch some of what our world was doing and changing he offered me to come be part of his company in a different facet so I wasn't just the networking wife or the you know I guess the person that would go help every now and then I became like a leadership with inside of the business people look at me as yes I'm the owner's wife but I help run the thing yeah and so it's it's been kind of an incredible adjustment I would say like you said it's a whole different animal <laughs> you definitely have to learn how to stay in your lane and find what that lane looks like um, Leilani you mentioned knowing when to give the advice or, or what you would do differently women and men do see things differently and it's beneficial to give some feedback because sometimes their brains like that filing cabinet and they're on the one file folks super focused and we're this ball of wire thinking yes. all over the place yeah, and we're all 20 different. steps ahead and they're back there <laughs> and so just sometimes you know Tersh might not be as receptive in the moment but then he can turn it and be like mm -hmm. totally get what I was yeah. giving him as feedback and it helps just it makes it so much more dynamic in the business and now that I feel like we're pretty aligned um, I can communicate with him different we definitely have rules for the bedroom there can we don't take the tablets and the laptops to the bedroom <laughs> no so just we try to keep work conversation out of our married life yeah. in that sense of like at least there's that one safe space where... So you don't pretend like you're an AC unit and he's the tradesman. <laughs> is, that, is that what's going well, on? Well, he <laughs> like, a little role playing there. <laughs> he's like, oops, bad Or TXT. is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to... Oh, man. Really bad to say that. Being in the military and got that really dirty in mind, I guess. But anyway, yep. moving on. <laughs> yeah, so just finding some boundaries, I guess, for what it looks like. And... Mm -hmm. In addition to business life, though, like, so you have all those targets and focus as in the business. It's really cool to think about what your hopes, dreams, and targets are as a family. Like, okay, you have this business, but what does it mean for where we go as a family? Yes. What are your targets as a family and what it means in the big picture of life? Because we can have... 30 40 million dollar company but what does that mean and why did we do that yeah. anyway yeah and yeah. just reminding each other of that when things are kind of crazy and chaotic it's like bringing back to like what matters the most yeah where are we headed we have to deal with some pain and tumult and this mm -hmm. craziness for a while but we are going in the same direction right yes. <laughs> or not and then figure <laughs> out like how do we get on the same like at least headed in the same direction doing our own thing, staying in our own lane sometimes, mm -hmm. but headed the same place. Yeah, well, I and I it. think that's a great thing that we bring to the table as wives when we are their <laughs> business partners is we know how to, we know our husbands better than anybody else. And so it's easy to figure out how to communicate our ideas best to them. Because like you said, you might suggest something and he may not be receptive at first, but then he thinks on it. it it's the same thing with Brent and I, where he's like, I don't know. But then a day later, he's like, yeah, that unique relationship with them that a normal business partner would not have. And I think that also makes things interesting. But it also, as a team player, it puts you in a better position than just the average business partner. 
Well, and you're going to hustle a lot different than any other business partner. And yeah, it affects their life and, you know, that would be their maybe livelihood. But you and your husband at the same time grinding after the similar goals and targets, it just makes it on a whole nother level because maybe that you're protecting you're growing so you're gonna no one's gonna work harder than you two yeah no absolutely so before we wrap this up I really love to give wives that are new to the trade because I feel like this industry is really uh, it's it's something different it's a different market and unless you're familiar with it or you were raised in that environment it can be kind of a shock to the system and it can be hard for young couples so I'd like you each to give one piece of advice to to a couple starting out where, you know, like you said, their husbands are doing a lot of overtime or, you know, maybe they're they're doing their own hustle and he's trying to grow their his business. So what what would you say to them? So in regard actually Lilana, you go first. Um So starting out, what would you say to them? I would say I I guess um value the work, value their work. And in that, I think you're going to find um, ways to understand both the, uh, the craziness that follows at times, um, but also like just learn to understand. And in, in that, uh, I think you can just partner together with um, the, the investment of learning and growing and and that takes sacrifice and it will take sacrifice it's just not going to always be easy it is going to be painful but most things that are worth anything uh have some pain and sacrifice involved in it and it's Mm -hmm. worth it so um just try not to get disappointed you know (laughs) don't go into having some expectation of like oh my goodness there's like i can make this we're gonna make this much money and it's gonna go like this like you might but it's also gonna be really hard and painful but in that you're going to grow. And, and I think we all like, there's going to be purpose in that. And yeah. so there's, there's a depth to this industry that is worth um, getting involved in. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say that the best advice that I could give is to take just a moment to reflect on the situation and realize that it's probably not as big of a deal in the grand scheme of life and in like the big picture Um, I'm really big on not being that wife that nags about the dishes being way too crammed into the dishwasher because half the things will have to be rewashed anyway. I mentally take a note, but I definitely don't speak it until now. So, Tersh, sorry. Um, But, no, there's things that just really aren't that big of a deal. And them being home and they may not be who takes out the trash, train your children to do responsible things and make sure that you're helping guide them to be great young adults and um, the husband being part of a trades the trades or wanting to be an entrepreneur and just the uncertainty and being okay with that and I mean that takes a lot on on the woman right or on the person on the other end and I guess if you just can find peace with that and just be okay with the the differences and your your life Mm -hmm. not necessarily being a clear-cut cookie cutter american dream it it can be if that's the way that you perceive it yeah absolutely i think your your perception of how you want your life to be that's all that matters you know like you said in the beginning the comparison it'll get you every time if you just you see your life and you're happy with it 
doesn't matter what's going on around you. Yeah. So in closing, um, we had one question for those of you who are listening. Who do you reach out to for help and support? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I kind of mentioned we had some life coaches. Um, they had a, a multifaceted um, background. So the husband side of it was a business. He had a business degree and he had a pastoral degree. And so like very specific, he had what we needed on the faith side. But because he was an entrepreneur, he totally got the husband side of our life, you know, of that business owner stress and the business stress. And then the wife side, um, they had children. I guess a support system that's relatively similar to what you're going through because otherwise you'll be like, but you just don't get it. But if they kind of do get it, then it makes it easier and you're a little more receptive to the advice that you're given. Um, we also, we are um, faithful in our home and not to bring religion, politics and all of that into the show. But I think that that's huge. If you have something, whatever your faith may be, that you can lean on together, you know, I think it just makes it nice to come together. I would reach out for help there. You don't want to compare though. Like, so I was immediately was thinking other business owner friends, maybe you would know what they did. You might get some good advice, but you want to be real careful that their life still doesn't look like yours. Mm -hmm. And their level of business may be here and yours may be there. Um, you may have different targets and different avenues you're going down. So you don't necessarily want to reach out to the people yes. walking down the exact same kind of pipeline mm -hmm. as you. Yeah. You may really want to just figure out what, what's going to work well for you and your spouse. Yeah. And and figure you know just keep trying things until you figure out what's really supporting yeah, your marriage yeah, what works for you yeah, yeah. making a stronger marriage you? um yeah i i would say that the areas that the the sources that have ended up being the most helpful are often ones that aren't super close actually mm -hmm. in relationship mm -hmm. to either my husband or to my husband especially or like um or myself like a not necessarily a family member not they're, they're so supportive all the time but when it's like more of a specific thing that you don't want there to become like a the advice coming in be, begins to sort of like turn relational mm -hmm. and I think sometimes like the closer the family member it actually does kind of happen which like I think taking sides and stuff yeah no, like you don't want to involve yeah. like they don't need to always like involve that kind of what what, what you said mm -hmm. to um, what you had just mentioned is that you just don't it, it you you want a trusted source that isn't yes. going to either feel weighted mm -hmm. like they have to take sides. Yeah. So almost somebody that can look on the outside, look mm -hmm. from the outside, and has wisdom in their life experience, mm -hmm. so, and, and it might be completely separate from mm -hmm. what you know their actual experience yeah. is. Um, and also like yeah, books. I feel like good writings, just encouragement, mm -hmm. um, and and just finding independence in in like you're not expecting life to always go this certain way and get mm -hmm. all of that from your spouse mm -hmm. or your children yeah. you know mm -hmm. finding that like finding your path and being excited about what you do and being excited for others and and I mean we're gonna have hard seasons you know you're gonna have hard times but yeah. I I will be really honest here I'm not really really good about calling someone on I, I don't or it's just not my nature so when you ask it I'm like let me think for a minute. Who do I call on? You know, yeah. and so I'm not 
naturally like a person that just like call you know help I'm struggling but Mm -hmm. it's good to have a place and some encouragement some and I think it's gonna be different for anybody where they'll find that Uh and and I'm a lot like you I am not one to ever reach out for help or you know I'm I'm very my circle is very very small and for you know my mom and I are very close so she's kind of my sounding board but it's sometimes you do like you said you have to be careful because sometimes you just want to vent but then at the end of the day when you talk to family members about your spouse you know they're still your family and you don't want them to hold that grudge because you get over it in a couple hours and they're still mad about it so you know for me personally that was one of the reasons why I started the tool wife brand because I felt like there wasn't a lot of support out there for trade spouses it was a niche that was not being talked about. And I was like, "This we need, we need to get a group. We need to get a community. And honestly, for me personally, I have created some really amazing relationships just through social media. Like, you know, yes, you two ladies. A good outlet, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes it's not somebody that's close to you in your community. Yes. Or like you said, it's not a super close relationship. And sometimes that's a really good thing. Yes. Because you find people that can relate, but they're not so close to you mm-hmm. that they have heavy opinions. Yes. Right? Very, yes. So, um, yeah, I think I enjoyed this episode. So, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Kathleen. And yes. it's great to yes. see you both again, Julie. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.